when the Doctor and Joe visit the Master in prison, things aren't what they seem to be, and the Doctor's suspicions are confirmed when the Master plans to help a creature like the Silurians, referred to as the Sea Devils, take over the world. The Doctor once again fights for peace, but can he achieve it this time round? This is the Sea Devils. Welcome to Regenerated. of the neutron flow. You did what? You realize what will happen? Oh, yes. Do you? Well, there'll be a massive reverse feedback into their whole power system. Exactly. In about uh, ten minutes from now, the whole place should go up. Enjoy your revenge. <sighs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Regenerated. My name is Matt, and as always, I'm joined by my darling wife, Becky. Oh, it's darling today, is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm mixing it up. Okay. Who are you sucking up for? I'm not. <laughs> Make me wonder. And this week we have the Sea Devils. 26th February to the 1st of April, 72. Six episodes written by Malcolm Hulk, who did the Faceless Ones, War Games, Silurians, Ambassadors of Death, uh, Colony in Space. And this one was directed by Michael Bryant, who did the Colony in Space. So... What did we think of the sea devils? Um, they look more like bats than devils. Mm, yes. Where's the horns? It's a six episode, There's so no it's be a little bit more. Why are they devils? They ain't got horns. A little bit more of a laid back episode this week because of the six episodes. Just too much to go through, and we'll just have a little bit of a conversation about the sea devils this week. So this yeah, is. But they don't have horns. They don't have tails. They can't be classed as devils. And two, they look more like a bat cross. I did say a frog, but I'm kind of going to change that to more of a sort of terrapin tortoise slash, you know, bat. So the sea devils is basically... They in just an, needed wings. It's a tale of two halves, I found. Figured it out. Batty. Mm-hmm. Never-ending story crossed right. with okay. a tortoise. Okay. Right. So we'll talk about the sea devils first then. So... Basically, there's a, these uh, ships that are basically sinking, from what I can tell. They're saying they're sinking, disappearing, vanishing, whatever. Ow. And they're being taken out by what they are calling don't sea devils me, because they don't know um, what they are. So they're calling them sea devil. As we go through the story, we find out that the sea devils are actually like a, a species of the Silurians. So this is sort of like a throwback to the Silurians. Yeah, but Silurians had fish face. They are more like, like I said yesterday, they're more like an amphibian. Well, it's a bit, yeah. Less fishy. It's, it's a bit... Um, Less fishy. Yeah. So, like we have the dog yeah, in but the it room. Doesn't make they're no, a little bit it doesn't make no sense, because surely if they were living underwater, they'd be more fishy. 
Whereas with the Silurians, they were living on land and they were more amphibians. It, you know, it it don't make sense because amphibians are supposed to live more on land compared to fish. Yet the amphibian ones live underwater and the fish ones live on land. They had. I was like, get it right. They were wearing netted tops. What more do you want? Yeah, they just look like they've been trapped in a fishing net. Point is, amphibians live on land. Mm. You know. Well, yes. So more of. You know, more of live on land and fish are supposed to live in water. So why did they basically swap the habitats around? It's like, well, you know, it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. I think they just, it was a way of bringing the Silurians back because as we remember from... why don't you just basically have, if they're going to have the Silurians, make them look the same? Well, no, because that's the point. In the last time we actually saw them, they actually got wiped out by a unit. So... It's a way of bringing them back. They're basically saying they're like a, an offshoot race of the Silurians. So, like how you had different breeds of cats and dogs, they're kind of like that, aren't they? So, the sea devil yeah, type but Silurian. there's a difference. When you have different breeds of cats and dogs, mm. most of them tend to basically still be called cats and dogs. Well, they called them something else as well. Was it like eco, eco-sins or something? They sort know. of said that they got the error wrong or something in... The Silurians. It don't make no sense, though, because the pure and simple fact, you know, dogs live on land. They don't just basically start living in the water. Well, no, but it's just a way of Doctor Who and the writers to get a, like, aquatic monster, I think. Do you have a secret need, Daisy, to go and play mermaid? I don't think the dog does somehow, Becky. No, she's basically more of rolling around Mm. being a complete tit. So, The Sea Devils is a kind of a tale of two halves. It has two subplots that are happening, like, interwining into the sort of narrative of the story. So, at the very beginning, the Doctor decides to take Joe on a little uh, outing to Joel. go and visit the Master. And he is in a remote castle prison. Yeah, but I thought they a, said, a, right, that like the desert island type was thing. on an island, right? But then when they basically go to the naval base, they're supposed to, when they kind of show you where it is, it's supposed to insinuate that that's on another part island, not on the same island. Mm. So how can you still, you know? Well, they use boats. Yeah, but no, because when they're driving from the naval base to the fort, oh, right. they're I see driving. What you're you well, know, yet they're yeah. saying that that's on the mainland where it's not. Well, there's a lot of like the uh, sort of Continuity is a bit rubbish. Yeah, this sort of... Um, That's what one minute they say it's on the mainland. Geography of the whole thing isn't really sucks. doesn't really work, does it? Yes. The geography kind of sucks. So if you remember back to the daemons, or the demons, however you want to say it, uh, the master was apprehended and he was captured. Apprehended. Yeah, apprehended. Uh, yeah, a- apprehended. Well, there's probably going to be some more, so... Uh, no, you said apprehendive. Yeah, well. Here, here comes Matt's dictionary of right. brand new words. For Becky... He's captured, and this is where he ended up. But it's not all what it seems, because as we go through the sort of story, he's actually sort of ruling the sort of prison, or from what I can tell, he's the only prisoner there, because they don't really say that there's any other prisoners. He's just basically being guarded 24-7. There's a governor who's kind of in his pocket. He can come and go as he pleases. And his sort of story is that he's heard of these sea devils. He wants to make contact with them to help them rise up and take over the world just like they did before but obviously the doctor doesn't want this to happen and again 
throughout sort of narrative of the story. Tries to make peace. Yep. The master, he's a bit stupid. Like in previous sort of stories, he's had this idea to to conquer and then it doesn't work out and then he's always sort of reaping what he sows in the end makes the like sort of mistakes and he's always well, then going when, to the doctor to ask him for help learn. to help him if you trust like basically when people were helping the cybermen daleks they will only use you while you are of use once you are no longer of use They'll bump you off. And that's basically what they do to the master. And there is a little line, I think, from John Pertwee where he does actually turn around to him and says, you'll never learn. So, mm. it, yeah. So that is kind of what happens. He does sort of try to help the sea devils, but then they sort of turn their back on him and throw him in prison with the doctor. And then there's that um, the line of reversing the, what is it? Reversing the polarity of the neutron flow. I think it's, it's quite, I think it's a meme, a Doctor Who meme from the third doctor. But, yeah, so... What? What do you mean? Well, there's kind of like... mean? Well, they always have, like, little things, like... Um, like... Not catchphrases, but they're kind of well-known for it. Like, obviously, Tom Baker's is the jelly baby thing, isn't it? And, you know... Well, like the magnet I bought you that says, I want you to have a jelly baby. Yeah, so the, the doctors <laughs> all have, like, a, a, um, a sort of thing that's sort of tied to them, what they've said. That is an awesome magnet. That cost me like four quid just for a magnet. And also, I li- what I like about this uh, serial is that there's like continuity. But which, it's a cool magnet. Which I quite like the continuity. So you've got the master who is captured and he's thrown in prison. So he's still in prison. Um, he's just not escaped and then come back randomly. They've actually kept the story going. They also say that the doctor and him were friends at one point as well. Very good friends. So School chums. Yeah, kind of uh, school chums. Um, I think in like quotations, I think that's what it means. Um, also, the continuity with the Silurians continues here about how Unit wiped them out. This time, the Doctor, he knows, like, kind of, he tried to get the peace last time. It didn't succeed. Obviously, Unit blew them out of the, out the ground. This You're time. about to say the water. Well, no. Well, no, because they're underground. Yeah. Uh, this but time, still nearly said water. So this time, obviously, the Doctor wants to live and learn. He wants to get peace, um, and he wants to do a lot better than what he did the first time. And the trouble is, again, they're just sort of like they're like a war race. It's a bit like you know uh, the Ice Warriors and the Cybermen and the Daleks. They're just there's no reasoning with creatures in Doctor Who. You know, getting the peace is it just doesn't really work that well. So, you know, he does try. And I can't remember. how to, Does it end up that he gets peace with them? I, I, can't, I can't remember. No, we did watch this yesterday and things that happened. So I can't quite remember. Mm. I know that the Navy does actually try to destroy them. But I don't think it kind of comes up. Like they, they sort of pretend that they've destroyed them because the Master's working with them and says, look, do it this way and they'll disappear and we'll be able to win. But there's like a firefight at the very end. Um, let me just have a look in the notes and see. I know that there is a little bit like um, oh no, I think I think what happens is that they come up with this device like um, basically when they want to over like rise up and that they basically got hibernation units of other mm. thousand uh, sea devils, but it's faulty. So the master, this is where he gets into. So they're into their pocket as it were he sort of says I'll fix that for you then we can sort of muster an army and then attack them uh, 
this is where the doctor says about reversing the polarities of the neutron flow with the device when he's sort of helping the master to create this device and it sort of reverses and it, it, the base explodes in the very end that's what happens so as far as i can see it's another race gone hmm. as far as i can tell that's a, and so the doctor's not really he's sort of two and oh here for for going for peace yeah so this is the 12th uh john pertwee serial now so yeah. it's in 12 now so in your opinion what what do you think do you, do you like the sea devils Mm. Bit samey. Well, yes, and when I get into Mark Campbell's verdict, he does say it's a little bit of a sort of rehash of uh, the Slurians a little bit. It kind of is Slurians 2.0. Every time that there's a new brand of alien, it's like, oh, we'll try and make peace. We'll try and do this. We'll try and do that. Hey, presto, then I shoot shoot first, ask questions later. And I also think that the sign of a good monster or villain is one that you'd like to see return. Mm. I don't really care, to be honest. The Silurians were not really a favourite monster of mine. I like the Silurians, but I don't really, you know, I didn't really like the Sea Devils. Well, they look completely different as well to the Silurians. Well, no, because one, the Silurians look like Creature from the Black Lagoon crossed with Admiral Akbar. I like that. The, the, I didn't like the whole, you know, batty crossed with a blimmin' tortoise. See, this is the issue. I think uh, several several um, episodes ago when we went through the 10th planet with William Hartnell and they had the first Cybermen, I said that I liked the idea that you could see the eyes of the actor in the costume. It, it gives it a little bit more of a sort of depth. Mm. Here, with the Sea Devils... It reminds me of something like the Terror of the Autons heads. Well, it, yeah, and it's like very papier and mache Like the got, Terror of the Autons heads. It's not really got any life to it. Like, like the, the eyes heads don't, from Terror of the Autons. Yeah, the eyes don't move, they don't blink. There's no there's no life in it. Creepy. Like and then the there are scenes where you the see them like in the firefight in the last episode where you can basically see the actor's head in mm. the neck of the sea devil because obviously it's like a head that's elongated they're obviously the neck is where the the actor's head would be and they obviously put it on like a it's helmet like a big bird and they kind of like yeah kind of like wear it it's like a big a bird hat. costume they kind of ha- wear the sea devil's head as a hat yeah like that's big bird they, yeah so you because can you really see think that. That, that basically the guy who does big bird is probably halfway down his waist also, another thing to note about this serial was there was, huge. there was a lot more comedy, I found, a lot more spoofing and goofing about from uh, John Pertwee and uh, Katie Mannon. Obviously, it's a Doctor and Joe. There's a lot Stop more. Stop kicking me. Yes, the Doctor, uh, the dog is on one. The dog may be on one, but she's a loon. Mm, yes. So, yeah, there's a little bit more sort of jovial side to the two characters here. For me, I thought Joe. Joe was a kind of shine and light in this serial. I thought she was really, very really good. This is what I want the companion to be. If you think about back to ex companions, all I'm wondering, right, with all that activity that she was doing, with um, climbing up and down stuff, climbing mm. out of windows, yes, and motorcycles. How the hell did that suit stay white? Yes, she was wearing a white suit that did say very, very clean for the whole series. Yeah, well. I can't even wear a white pair of leggings 
since we've had children because you just know that's some sticky hands are gonna get somewhere mm. no matter how old yeah. they are and if it's not them that's the animals and if it's not them then more than likely they'd have put stuff in somewhere else and you sit on it yeah so joe was the uh mvp of this cereal she was the one and she helped the doctor out a lot more mvp mvp most valuable player Really? It's an American term there, Becky. Normally, we have called VIP, which is very important person. And it's MVP. She's very the most valuable player of the serial. She she definitely uh, earned her crust in this one. What crust? She was Short very crust good. Or the crust thing is, the, the thing is with Joe, right? And I know you've got your opinions of Joe. Short crust or crusty roll? That's it. But I like Joe. Pie crust. And a lot of people like Joe. Flan crust. Because. She's not the typical screamy... Sweet crust. Screamy um, companion. Savoury crust. Right, whatever, Becky. White crust. Brown oh, crust. Get them all out. Molly brown crust. You'll run out soon. <laughs> and then we no, can I continue. Won't. Tiger crust. Poppy right. seed. Right. Molly seeded. Okay. I think we'll Bloom move on. Because the <laughs> listeners will definitely have probably switched off now. How did Frankie get through our whole bakery at the tree? Right, well, we will continue. So yeah, Joe is not the typical Soft sort of um, screamy companion, and that's what I quite like about her. And definitely in Parmesan this one, crust. And definitely in this cereal, she's the one who's saving the Doctor Pango when he gets uh, captured, and also when she gets captured, she's crust. able to get out as well. So you know, I think she's quite good in this one. Pistachio crust. And I'm just going to continue to ignore <laughs> you, like probably the listeners are as well. Oh, now I'm going on to Gordon Ramsay, so, you know. Right, okay. He likes a pistachio crust. Mm, okay, take your word for it. So, 12 cereals now. What do you think of, I keep saying it, what do you think of John Pertwee's Doctor now? Well, maybe John Pertwee likes a pistachio crust. He's, well, he's not, he won't, will he? He's, he's dead. Well, maybe he liked a pistachio crust. Well, I'm afraid we can't ask him yet. Or a pie crust. So... Yeah, what do you think of John Pertwee as a doctor now? Like you've, I think he's about halfway through his tenure as the doctor now. I think, maybe just under halfway. Um, he's pretty much like the doctor. He's not to me. He's not an alien type doctor. He plays it very human. Um, and that's not sort of necessarily a bad. He's thing. not as eccentric as Patrick Chowton. No, he's not an eccentric doctor. He has moments, but not um, overly. He's not sort of, you know, obviously he got the flamboyancy in the beginning, which he kind of, yeah, he's still wearing the same thing, but it's not like he's overly flamboyant like he was in the beginning, mm. um, which is quite disappointing. Um, but, you know, I kind of miss the eccentricity. See, to me, he's kind of always said he's the action doctor. He's the one no, that he'll get into I, fights. He'll he'll ride motorbikes. He'll do. ride trikes. In this one, he he rides like a jet boat thing, um, and you can tell it's it's him. Yeah, but the thing is, to be honest, I to me he seems like more of a transition doctor between Troughton and Baker. Well, I I don't think you can say that. Um, I don't agree with that. I don't, you know, I miss the eccentricity He's of my the second favourite doctor, Becky. He's, He's definitely not a transitional doctor. I don't, I don't really feel that way. You know, I like, um, a lot, a lot, I really liked Troughton and, I, uh, you know, I really like Baker, but I, you know, 
it's just yeah, I do, I do like him as a doctor, just not in the same way. Well, I think looking back, some of the stories fall. It's like how you feel about sort of, you know, if you'd be friends with sort of an old ex-boyfriend sort of thing. Mm. That sort of feeling, you know. See, to me, um, you know, I quite like uh, John Pertwee. Looking back on some of the stories, they're f- sort of floundered a little bit more in my mind than what they did before. The Sea Devils, it, I think it's a good, it is a good serial. Um, I think they're now trying to sort of, like I said, it's a tale of two halves. You've kind of got the first three episodes where it's kind of like the master and the master's sort of plan. And then the last three, it's kind of more about the Sea Devils. And the master sort of intertwined into well, shouldn't they into just it. Basically, done three serial serial of like the master, and then a serial of the sea devils. Well, no, because they are intertwined, aren't they? You know, the master's plan is to get in with the sea devils to use them to conquer mm-hmm. Earth. That is that is the plan, you know. And you know, I've said it before to you know so much about the six episode curse. Is six episodes too much? I think yep. six episodes can be too much with the with the wrong, the wrong story. yeah the wrong story. Here it's kind of yes and no. I quite liked the Sea Devils. It's not one where I'm sitting there looking at it, going, "Oh, it's only episode three. God, I've got three more episodes of this to watch." It's not like that. No, it's I've just that not. It's just not the like. I think it's because I come from a knowledge of some of the future serials that are coming, especially with John Pertwee. There's some really good ones that are coming, like, you know, Green Death, or for me personally, I liked Planet of Spiders. Green Death, seriously? Someone, what, does someone get sneezed on? No, we'll, we'll the see. Big we'll giant see it, you know, there's like the three doctors, there's a Green Death, there's a Planet of Spiders, these sort of things. These are like what? really good um, serials. The Planet of the Spiders, Becky. Oh, great. Yes, looking forward to that one. I just had a spider crawl on me, which I had to squash. You know, so I know what's coming. So it's very, very hard. And I'm already feeling cringy enough for the fact I had a little tiny spider crawl on me, which I had to squash. Let alone, now you're talking about plan of the spiders. And we all know how I got over eight-legged freaks. So, yeah. So, yeah. I was itching for days. how, How far away is that? Please tell me I can get some sleep before. It's quite a, well, it's a few ways. It's the very last episode of John Pertwee's run. So oh, thank God. we've still got a couple more seasons, you know. Uh, so, yeah, P- John Pertwee, um, I think to me, the, the the dynamic between the Doctor and Joe is now at the height. This mm. is the highest it will be. And I think it's the best. Oh, is she trying to be me? You. This is the, the best. Um, that's the dog and the cat fighting. Uh, this is the best that Joe yeah, and the, the Doctor will be. Yeah, the goes after the dog. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best that Joe and the Doctor's uh, relationship will be. Go. So this is kind of, they've now found their sort of, the dynamic you is there. my foot. So, and also there's a lack of unit as well in this. Like they use the Navy uh, as unit and you could see it's kind of unit 2.0. Obviously unit our army. They have to have a navy for this one because of the sea devils being aquatic More monsters. Stuart again. Well, he must have because he hasn't been seen. I think he's in. Um, I think the very last one is. We've got two serials left. We've got next week's the the mutants, and then we have the time monster. I think it is. 
yes, it's a time monster. And I think he returns for the time monster. But yeah, a lack of unit in this season, which is not necessarily a bad thing. And also I read um, that they were now pulling back on the master. Obviously the master, he saturated the last season. He was in every single episode or every single, yeah, near enough every single episode, uh, every single serial. And to me, I thought it was master overkill. So it's nice to see him crop up. But now he's like one done, then we don't see him to the next series. And the next ser- a series, that is his very final um, appearance because unfortunately he died uh, that year. So he wasn't obviously able to, to continue. So, yeah, uh, overall, yeah, Sea Devils, again, I say it quite regularly with John Pertwee. It's kind of a funny one to sort of review and rate because to me it's just sitting average at the minute you know the costumes of the sea devils i don't think were overly great i think we're seeing some better monsters and i think we'll see some better monsters uh, aka the um what are they called you you like to call them the the sultarans that's the one i'm thinking of the sultarans and uh we've also got like returning daleks and Sultarans, what are you on about Sultarans? I'm just saying that we've got, head. Yeah, we've got better monsters coming up. Potato head. That, you know, it's just to me, sea devils don't stand out. Potato head. Yeah, well, they do stand out. I do like the Sultarans. So, like Mr. Potato Head with less plastic. So, in the poll, as we'll go to it, like uh, the outside objective, this came in at number Why 60. So, 241, Becky, number 60. So, it's in the top 100. Hi. Exactly. There's a lot of John Pertwee's stories that are in the top 100. And to me, there are serials in the poll that are a lot lower down that should really be maybe above this one. To be honest, I'm surprised I didn't fall asleep. Well, yeah. Although, basically, you know, for a while, I don't fall asleep out of boredom. I no. mainly fall asleep out of the fact of I don't sleep well. Well, that's why we try to watch them sort of at a the correct time of day. time of day. Yes, the correct time of day. Because otherwise I end up conking out. But yeah, it's just a difficult one to go through. There were elements of it that I really liked. Uh, I liked. I do like the fact that we got the master back because, like I say, we didn't see him for, what, two serials? I think it's two serials. Um, we haven't seen him. But what in the last one? No, uh, he was in... last one was the Daemons, so... What we had, Day of the Daleks. Diamonds? Diamonds? He was in the Diamonds. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was the last one he was in. You know, we had last week's The Curse of Peladon. He wasn't in that one. And then there was The Day of the Daleks, which he wasn't in that one. So it's two serials. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just really difficult to sort of put put a number on it, I think. And uh, to give an objective review, you know, it's very difficult with these six episodes uh, serials to really say whether you liked it or not. You know, there are people out there who probably really love this one. I'm not, it's not a 10 by any stretch of the margin. Seven. Yeah, it's probably about a seven. So it's sitting averagely, you know, to be fair through the rating. <laughs> Jump. The cat is being a funny one again, is she? Trying to pounce on the dog. Mm. Maybe so jump. there hasn't been those serials that were completely and utterly threw in the bin and said that's a one so that's good so I think you're still enjoying Doctor Who that's another question I'll ask you Becky 
No, it's never been not a question. Well, it's not not turning into a chore then. No. No, but there are some good ones coming up though. You know, it's just, you know, opinion. You know, opinion is subjective. Well, you know, me like that. opinion is subjective. Um, some people say it's a ten. Some people don't. Um, and talking about opinions and um, subjective, we'll go to Mark. There's, Campbell. Only, there's only one. There's going to be one downside of eventually going this Tom Baker and a Sarah Jane because she gets on my wick. Oh, how dare you! Blasphemous. I just, I just find her really sort of whiny. Well, she's not. She's like, yeah. Well, she's probably the the fans' highest voted companion, the best loved companion. No, we'll, we'll be seeing her very soon, anyway. No. So, like I say, talking about opinions and subjectiveness. Still prefer Barbara. This is Mark Campbell's episode verdict. <laughs> This gaudy rehash of Doctor Who and the Silurians is on a par with the Green Death, as the Pertwee story everyone remembers. Disorientating direction and music provides plenty of chills, but ultimately this is nothing more than a glorified naval recruitment film. Delgado, however, is sublime. A 7 out of 10, so he kind of agrees with us. Yeah. So, and yeah. But I do, I still do, you know... In terms of companions, I still do prefer Barbara and Chesterfield. See mm. what I did there? Right. Well, no, because the doctor used to call him Chesterfield a lot. Right. And other okay. Chester names that weren't Chesterton. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know if that was uh, William Hartnell, his mind, or it was actually the characterization of the doctor. We'll never but know. No, I don't know. I still, I still like Grandma. I don't think there's really anyone that's like. Massively close at the moment. Wow. I like Joe. Mm, I don't to mind. Me, I don't mind it. There has been worse. To me, outside of Barbara and Ian, she is the best companion. <laughs> in my view. Jamie's probably in there as well, but then because of his long run with Patrick Trayton, yeah, he I did, can get I did, in, I did, in the I mix. I suppose I did like Jamie, but... Female-wise... But Jo's now got to the point mm. where she's very self-sufficient. She doesn't rely on the Doctor for help, and especially mm. as shown in this serial. No, he relies she, on her. If it wasn't for Joe, you know, he there was a, some tough scrapes there. That he right, fair enough. I do agree with that. But, you know, full well, I can't stand a damsel in distress. Well, she, I don't think she's I really like that anymore. I can't stand a screechy companion. She, I can't... I, I really don't like it when they're screechy, whiny... Or they just like, oh, save me, save me, you know. She's had I a really, couple of really, screamy moments. I and really that's about don't it. like that. So you know, self sufficiency in a companion is a must. The thing is, she hasn't had because that many. You, you got to hold your own. You got to basically know that the doctor can rely on you as much as you rely on him. You know, it works both ways. Yeah, and I do think that's kind of the dynamic the whole, that's now happening. The whole basically constant dependency needs is not a good thing, you know, it's like, well, you know, you're a companion, which is supposed to be on an even keel, not a dependent, if you, if you wanted to take a child, he would. Mm, that's it, and I do think that's the dynamic that's sort of coming between Joe and the Doctor now, they kind of, 
they kind of need each other. There's that dynamic where they both rely on each other. It's not the Doctor who overly relies on Joe or Joe overly relies on the Doctor. She's had a few screaming moments, but to be fair, as we've gone on record, it says is that Katie Manning, by the looks of it, can't scream. So maybe that's why they shied away from that, because she can't scream. And to be honest, that's done her a service that she can't. she can't scream? Well, she sort of does a sort of more of a shouty scream. It's not like a sort of screechy Victoria scream. It's kind of to like a honest, yell. To be honest, I don't see the why people can't scream. I think if you actually tried, anyone can scream like that. Mm. But the point is, I can do it. But basically, the pure and simple fact, I'd be taking the piss if I did. So, um, and trust me, no one wants to hear that because no one actually likes to hear that. So I don't. So yeah. Also, you were saying about the music, uh, and also Mark Campbell said about the music. A bit weird this week very oh, the thing is with doctor who it's very synthesizer it's like, so, it's, like it's very synthesizer theremin. yeah or pheromone um, you know and pheromone it, it's it's, it's to me this was a synthesizer you could hear to it me it sounds like sheldon that big bang theory has basically got to a bit excited with his theremin well it's kind of like it, the, the music's kind of like do 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 and it's really weird it's really kind of like really synthesizer and I can understand that it's no. sci-fi, sci-fi, but... There's a lot of difference between a theremin and a synthesizer. Well, it, Did Jean-Michel Jean not teach you anything about that? So, to me, some of the, the music is supposed to be atmosphere, and it just does... It, to me, it sounds like a place in it's places. It's really Especially in the place. Sea Devils. It would be more in place if someone was stoned while watching it. The, one of the scenes that comes to my mind is the one where... I think, Joan... you, I think the only way that that would be in place... Is if you were very, very high while you were watching it. So I'm starting to wonder if if the person who actually done the music was a bit, you who know. Knows, who knows? <laughs> but there's one scene that comes to mind where it sounds a bit out of place. Is where Joe has been ordered by the doctor to go back and tell Unit about everything that's happening. She goes. She's stopped by the guards because they don't want her to leave. She ends up escaping. She ends up then hiding in the grounds of the prison. She then ends up going back into the prison area where she looks. She she looks through the window to see the doctor, and then she's sort of sneaking around inside the castle. It's, it's me. It's a, a synthesizer, but it's very yeah, synthesizer, and it's kind of weird. Car- you know, that's why they keep really using castles fits. as sports and prisons, but they're really nice castles. Mm. That's like, well, why can't you just live easy in them? Easy location. Yeah. Yeah, but why can't you just live in them? Also, like it says about a naval recruitment video, they did use a lot of Navy uh, <laughs> stock footage. And Look, also it was quite like funny. Submarines. It was there quite funny, though, because when you, when, you say, when you say about naval recruitment video, the only thing that goes through my head is when um, the Simpsons have them pretend to be a boy band and that's the song mm. played backwards. Yeah. yeah and I then I was joined the Navy. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one, yes. It's very much, it's very much like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like subliminal messaging. Yeah. And uh, the sets, I thought the sets were quite good in this one. Uh, the submarine set's quite a cool one. And uh, the um, the castle set was quite good as well. Yeah. So anyway, that is Sea Devils in a nutshell. Let us know what you thought in our social medias, which are in the, the description. Another little bit of news, which I didn't cover at the beginning, uh, is that they've just said that Galaxy 4 is getting an animation now. So all four episodes are going to be animated by the end of the year. I think it comes out in November in the UK. So that's going to be a quite interesting one. They have actually released The Web of Fear. And as of recording this, 
Uh, I think it's in a week and a bit's time. Evil of the Daleks will be released. So obviously they're two that we've got to rewatch at some point and have a little, little special episode or a little add-on at the end of one of these episodes. So you have to stay tuned, like, subscribe, all the good things so that you don't miss our little review of the Web of Fear and the Evil of the Daleks when we get round to it. So, anyway. Next week is The Mutants. Um, doesn't look like it's very favourable. Might be something like that. Ninjas? Mm. So, so, yeah, uh, it's not very favourable in Mark Campbell's episode guide. And to be fair, I can't remember it being that favourable in my mind. So it's going to be, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully it's not going to be too much of a struggle. I think that's a six-episoder as mm. well. So we'll have to I see. I swear, I just love it when you say it's a six-episoder. Mm. So <laughs> well, some of th- like I said, some of them work, some of them don't. Um, so we'll have to see if it works for the mutants. Mm. So anyway, I think we'll leave it there. So a bit of a shorter episode this week. Um, and we'll catch you for the mutants next week. So I'll say goodbye and say goodbye, Becky. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.